It's Thursday, March 25, 2010. Lights out this Saturday. Hot summer down under. It's official. Liquid corn is bad for you. Plus, this is getting so bad, I'm not sure Congress could pass gas at this point. Fun with sausage making. Climate change legislation in the wake of health care reform. All of that and much more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You connect the dots. Here are the dots. Now let's connect them. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is brought to you by StopDomesticTerror.com. The passage of health insurance reform has once again led to a rapid increase in domestic terrorist threats, this time against Democratic officials. Velvet Revolution has been calling on the DOJ for months to crack down on those who would incite this kind of violence. Please sign on and support VR's important StopDomesticTerror.com campaign today before it's too late. That's StopDomesticTerror.com. Okay, Des, the week is getting curiouser and curiouser. What do you have for us in the green news headlines today? It's that time of year again, Earth Hour, when people all around the world turn off their lights for one hour in a global call for action on climate change. Last year, in the single largest mass action in human history, during Earth Hour, People in more than 80 countries switched off their lights for one hour to send a powerful message. Is it just me or does Earth Hour come earlier and earlier every year? I think that's you. Oh, okay. This year's Earth Hour takes place this Saturday, March 27th at 8.30 p.m. local time, wherever you are. This year's organizers say thousands of cities around the world, from Bangkok to Los Angeles, have signed on to participate. 25 states in the U.S. have become official Earth Hour states. California, for example, will dim lights on landmarks like the state capitol and the Golden Gate Bridge. Again, that's this Saturday, March 27th at 8.30 local time. You can get more information at earthhour.org. So now that we have Earth Hour, does that mean... uh, We don't have Earth Day anymore. It's just been shortened down to an hour. Oh, no, we do have Earth Day this year. It's the 40th anniversary. Is it my imagination or does Earth Day come around earlier and earlier every year? Oh, that is your imagination. Oh, okay. On Tuesday, we reported that winter 2010 was the warmest and driest on record in Canada. Now, Australia wants to get in on the act. It's summer in the Southern Hemisphere, and the Australian Bureau of Meteorology announced this week that it is one of the hottest and driest summers on record, especially in the state of Western Australia, with multiple cities setting records for new high temperatures. And just to add a little bit of weird, a few towns at higher altitudes in Australia have reported their first ever summer snowfall, one week after hitting high temperatures. Marine biologists say the ocean around Australia is also showing signs of changes, Australia's Great Barrier Reef is showing signs of coral bleaching for the first time this year. Coral bleaching? Yes, coral bleaching. That's where the ocean warms so much it kills the coral. Mm. High fructose corn syrup has been getting quite a bad reputation in recent years. The cheap sugar substitute made from corn is now used in a surprising multitude of products, not just sodas, but everything from spaghetti sauce to peanuts, and is blamed for the rise in obesity and diabetes in America. And now a new study finds high fructose corn syrup really isn't good for you. Princeton University conducted the first ever direct side-by-side comparison of high fructose corn syrup versus table sugar and found that rats fed high fructose corn syrup gained significantly 
significantly more weight than rats that were fed table sugar, even when they had the same calorie intake. The rats also had significantly higher body fat and higher triglyceride levels. The researchers say it's because high fructose corn syrup isn't natural and it's metabolized differently in the body. Did you have something to say? No, I was just enjoying my high fructose Dr. Pepper and listening. Carry on. Ford Motor Company said this week it expects to save over a million bucks a year just from turning off its computers. Ford announced the launch of a corporation-wide initiative to reduce energy costs by implementing a PC power management system. It's a software program that shuts down computers and office machines overnights and weekends. Ford estimates it will save them over $1.2 million a year through the simple automated act of turning off computers and other devices when not in use. Amazing. I thought we couldn't conserve our way out of this crisis, according to... Dick Cheney. A legislative update on comprehensive climate and clean energy legislation currently stalled in the Senate. Democratic Senator John Kerry of Massachusetts has been spearheading an effort with independent Joe Lieberman of Connecticut and Republican Lindsey Graham of South Carolina to create a tripartisan cap-and-trade bill. Some initial provisions in the draft bill have been leaked. Overall, it is similar to the Waxman-Markey bill passed by the House back in June, but it appears to have even greater giveaways to heavy polluters and the fossil fuel industry. The pressure is heavy on Republicans in Congress to halt all legislation, but Graham is getting support from a new corner. The Christian Coalition has launched an ad campaign to defend Senator Graham from attacks in his own state for working with Democrats on climate legislation. Here's some of that ad. Energy is one of the most important issues we face today. I would like to ask you to call Senator Lindsey Graham and encourage him to keep fighting for our families. For more on that strange turn of events, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Remember Earth Hour this weekend. Turn out those lights. This has been your Green News Report.